Hello, I'm John Hauslotten, president of the Minnesota Trucking Association. Welcome back to our podcast, Trucking Success and Safety. In this episode, we hear from Kate Borowski of Wrenchway on simple steps you can take to help attract and retain quality maintenance technicians. Let's get into the episode. Hello, I'm Kate Browski. I am the sales director for Wrenchway, and I am excited to be here to talk about how to attract and retain top talent, specifically technicians. And I know you guys will all love me if you get technicians lining up at your door waiting for a job. So I'm going to cover a lot of stuff in a really short amount of time. So just so you know my background, I have been in the industry uh, for over 10 years. I joined the Wrenchway team in about 2019, and our focus has always been on technicians, helping them find good places to work so they are happy, they stay with you longer, and most importantly, they have to stay in the industry. So that is really where my expertise comes from, and today I'm going to talk to you guys a lot about not only recruiting technicians, but how to make them stay with you. Uh, How do we get them to turn off their blinders so they're focused on working for you, doing a great job, staying in the industry. So We're going to cover a lot of information pretty quick here. So to first touch on the basics of recruiting, I need to tell you that there is no magical wand. There is no silver bullet for finding technicians. There is not a one size fits all. Uh, You have to do just about everything and do it consistently to be able to keep that talent pool that you guys need um, fresh and being able to pull from. Before I dive into how to really recruit technicians, I need you all to understand the technicians, the pool we're working with today, and what about it makes it really different. And you guys might be shocked by this, but less than 5% of technicians are actively looking for a job today. That is nuts because all of you are spending, really using all of your blood, sweat, and tears to find these candidates and only less than 5% are most likely seeing you. And when I'm talking about active candidates, I want you to think of they're a candidate that has an updated resume, they're looking at job boards, they're actively applying for jobs, or they're working with a recruiter. The nice thing about, um, I'm actually looking at a pie chart that you guys obviously can't see, but there is something called passive candidates. And that takes up 75% of the market. And the good thing for you guys is that That means that there are 75% of the entire market that are most likely employed and they are not actively, actively looking for a new job, but that's okay because they may be open to a good career opportunity and being able to look, talk, um, chat with you about the roles you guys have. Please remember though, that these candidates most likely don't have an updated resume Heck, most of these candidates don't even have home computers. We all have cell phones with so many opportunities. They're not looking to update their resume. They're not um, looking at the job boards, looking for new opportunities, applying for jobs, and they're not talking with recruiters out there. They are working day in, day out. And if you approach them, they're most likely going to be willing to talk. The last part of the industry is going to be 20%. And 20% of technicians are not interested in leaving the market. So that those are the ones we're not focused on today. We're really focused on the 75% of technicians that are open to new opportunities and the very few that are actually looking for a new job. And when you think about the job searching process, I want you guys to think about the fact that they need to understand who you are and then they need to apply for a job. There is a step that is missing in that, um, in that process 
that makes them have to consider you. And that is what we really want to focus on is that we need to provide more information about why they should be working for you for them to even consider it. So making your making your company known and then showing them why is the most important part of really that recruiting process. So I want to go into how do you actually make them consider you? And it's going to be all about what technicians are looking for in a shop. And the most important thing that technicians are looking for in a shop is not money. I have to say that again. They are not just looking for a pay raise. They are looking for a lot of different sectors. And the number one gonna is going to be the work environment. Do they enjoy who they're working with, the technology you have in the shop? I can go on. That Do you guys have enough work for them to do? Is it a fun, inviting environment for them? Those are the things technicians want to see first and foremost. The other areas that they are focused on is, yes, compensation, but also career development. What opportunities do you have available for them? And honestly, what benefits do you guys have for them? So making sure that they are aware of all of the good things about your shop is going to be a huge factor for you. So to talk about compensation and benefits, because I know that's what you guys are thinking, Technicians do need to see a competitive salary. No doubts about it. They are not going to take a $10,000 pay cut to move jobs. It, they have to provide for their families. What technicians also want to see, and you guys can get creative with this, is flexible hours. They want to know that you're going to pay for their certifications, knowing that if they want to further their career, you're there to support them. I also think about paid school involvement. A lot of people want to volunteer their time, but it is hard. Time is limited. But if you pay for them to go teach a class at um, the local community college, volunteer to just help out in the shop, do things to help promote the industry, that's a huge benefit. People feel good about that. And then also as a to-do for you guys, um, write this down if you can, but research your area. You need to understand is your pay competitive, but also is your health insurance, your 401k, are you helping out with their tool reimbursement? tax love tools. They're constantly investing in them. Why don't you come up with a, a different type of benefit that helps support that? There's a lot you can do in the comp and benefits space to really help support that. So I'd absolutely recommend really looking into your um, entire package as a whole, not just throwing a, a sign-on bonus at them. Career development was an area that obviously is very important to them. And the more you are attracting people from the younger generations, you need to have a developed um, career path for them. They need to know that they are going to be able to grow, that they're really investing in your company, that you value them and that they their opinion feels valued. That is the generation that's coming in and there's nothing we can do about that. So you need to create a way for them to feel a part of the team and make sure that your program shared the company's vision, that you're giving really clear expectations. And there, there's follow-up. Follow-up, yes, from the technician, but from you as a leader, making sure that they are on their path because if they feel like they're lost in the path and they're not going anywhere, that is when they go from not looking for a job to willing to entertain a new job. And then also be flexible. Paths all crisscross different ways. Every technician is going to have a different path. You want to make sure you're helping support that. The last area I really want to touch on, and which is the most important part for technicians, is that work environment. Listen to your technicians. 
understand what do they need in the shop. I have heard stories as simple as they just wanted a push broom so they can keep their area clean. That is simple. You guys, you can run to Menards and grab a push broom for $30, $40. And you just made that. And the fact you followed up really builds trust with them. I mean, there's going to be things that are obviously very expensive, new equipment, things like that. Create a plan, let them know you're listening and tell them what the plan is. Maybe it'll take six months to get there or you're going to pitch it to the owner, but let them know that you are listening to them, especially when it comes to the work environment. That's where they're spending 40, 50 hours a week. And then the other thing I wanted to call out is little things make a big difference. So respect, walking around, giving a shaking their hands in the morning. I have heard from so many technicians, they love it when the owner does that. When they know who you are, they know about your family, there's just a respect factor there. Up-to-date equipment and technology is a huge factor that they want to work with good equipment. They want to maintain it. They they want the best of the best. And that's an attractive thing for a new person coming in. Last but not least, heating and air conditioning. Heat is obviously a must-have. But us Midwesterners are whiny when it comes to summer and the heat. We're not made for 95 degree heat. And just think like summer is where you want to enjoy yourself. If you're exhausted after after a day of working in the shop because of the heat or low ventilation, that's not a good quality of life. Things like that really make a difference for a tech, difference for a technician. All right. So the next part I want to jump into is how to recruit candidates that are actively looking. So this is less than 5% of technicians. And most tech aren't actively looking at job boards. So that's the Indeed, that's the zip recruiters. They are not out there reading through job description after job description because every job description looks the same. I, um, I came from Schneider National. Their job description looks the same as PTI down the road. There is no difference. Everybody has great culture, great place to work, great benefits. All of these things are great, but they're really, I don't know which one is better to work at. So you really got to stand out there and everyone is hiring. Everybody needs technicians. So what you need to do is you have to be everywhere. You have to be in front of technicians. You need to be on every job board. You need to be on social media. So Facebook, LinkedIn, joining different groups, um, running a referral program in being active in your school. And that's, that's all I have to say is like, you have to consistently be everywhere and it's expensive to recruit these technicians. I know firsthand I'm hiring salespeople and it is an expensive thing to be, all the job boards are expensive to be on. Also with recruiting active candidates. So again, the ones that are looking is that you need to be transparent. Technicians are going to show up to your shop. You are going to interview them and you're going to give them a tour. You need to be realistic about what, what shape your shop is in. If it's not perfect, that is okay. But be realistic. Being realistic on compensation ranges. If you're hiring an A-plus tech, put your top dollar on there. That is okay because, again, they need to know. And maybe they don't meet the requirements for that top dollar pay, but at least they know what they're working towards. Putting a range from $25,000 to $150,000 does nothing for anybody. Showing photos of your service area and equipment is huge. I think of it, honestly, like if you're looking to buy a house, um, as an example, you need to see photos, you need to see the floor plan, you need to see details. Same thing for technicians looking for a job. They want to see it. Having 
frequently asked questions on your um, careers page could be huge. Being able to explain that work environment, your development, your hiring process, things like that are what technicians are looking for. And I will tell you, I think it's over 60% of technicians will research your company before they even apply. Make sure your careers page is attractive, especially to a technician. Last but not least, I always say video is the most important part in showing some type of videos. And I'm not saying the overly produced fake marketing video, um, who you are as a company, but realistic interviews from the owner, from a store manager, a foreman, what have you. Getting to hear from your team is going to be a big factor of it. So absolutely, please, if you have the um, capabilities, do that. You can actually do it uh, over Zoom. So there's a lot of options there. So now that I've talked about active candidates, I want to talk to you guys about passive candidates because I believe that is where the most opportunity is there for you. And when you think about recruiting passive candidates, you have to go beyond the job boards. So not just posting on Indeed or ZipRecruiter. You need to focus on employer branding. Why are you the best employer? Why should they come and work for you? If you don't have an answer to that question, write it down. Why should a technician come and work for me? Because that is going to be the thing you need to be able to confidently answer. Recruiting does take a lot of time and consistency. This is not a one time I'm going to invest a full day into recruiting and be done with it for six months. It is every single week spending time branding yourself as a top employer. And I'll give you some ideas of how to do that. So first and foremost, you need to identify and strengthen your employer brand. What are you looking? What do you want technicians to think when they think of you? You need to look and assess your current staffing needs. How many techs do you need in your base right now? You need to know that. And then also, what? How many do you need in six months or a year from now? If you are working on growing your business, that's going to be a really important question. And then you need to engage with technicians. So that the easiest way is going to be social media. Engage with the market. You don't need to say, hey, come and work for me, but you need to, again, get them looking at you and then make your application process easy. That's going to be a really important factor of it is that you need to make sure that technicians can apply very simply and easy. Even just submitting their name and phone number would be absolutely huge because they don't want to spend a lot of time going and filling out a job board, all of the questions, getting their resume up and running. Because again, they just want to make it simple and easy if they are considering you at that moment in time. So I know that I said that employer branding is the number one thing you need to do. I need to tell you how to do that. And employer branding, first and foremost, is the process of creating and maintaining the company's reputation and popularity from a potential employee's perspective. So when I think about this is asking your current employees, why do they like working for you? You will be shocked of what they say because it's probably something you didn't even know. They need to understand why they should be coming and working for you. And I just to kind of give you guys, just to help get your minds thinking about this is, do you guys have flexible hours? Are you guys family run? Um, Do you guys like do a monthly outing? Do you do a quick lunch? Fridays, do you guys leave early on summer hours? Things like that are gonna like really stand out and 
making sure you can highlight those items is going to be big. As also with employer branding, I want to talk about video. And video content in this day and age is huge. So I know some of you are listening and saying, no, I'm not doing video. Video is so important and you can do it so easy with a cell phone. So video content gets shared more than 1200% more than any type of text or image. That's a big number. And job posts with videos get 800% more engagement. I'm going to say that one more time. Job posts with video get 800% more engagement. That's the biggest piece of the puzzle. You need to get more eyes on your page. You need to do a video. People spend 2.6 times longer on pages that contain video and 97% of technicians prefer authentic, non-polished videos versus the overly produced marketing videos. Video is going to be the key for you attracting technicians. And again, it is simple. It is easy. It does not take a lot of time. So that is why I'm going to make a big push on that for you. So and the reason why it works is technicians trust other technicians more than they would ever trust me um, telling them about why you are so great. They need to hear it from a true technician. They know I do not um, walk the walk when it comes to the mechanical skills, including your employees on videos is going to be a big deal. So I always love it when I see um, employers walk around giving a shop tour, just chit-chatting as, as it's a busy day in the shop, getting like waving at a technician as they're walking by, introducing your team, um, show off different equipment that you guys have. If you guys just invested it in something, show it off. Technicians love to see it. And also employee recognition is a big one. If you're walking around your shop and you run into Bob and Bob did a great job last month, call him out. One, your current employees want to hear they're doing a great job, but so do the other technicians. It helps with a retention. And then also, this is a bonus for you, but not only are you creating this content, but getting your technicians to share it is huge. Their social media networks are different than your businesses. Getting their friends to see you're a good place to work is going to be another um, added bonus for you because technicians are friends with technicians. They will attract their friends. So we really want to be able to do that. All right. So the next part is going to be the documentation of recruiting and holding someone accountable for it. Um, that is, I really, I'm surprised by this, but many people in just the diesel trucking industry, they have recruiting as their number one goal. but there are zero metrics put behind it. There's generally a lot of dollars put behind it because you're, pay you're paying a lot for job boards, but you need to have specific KPIs, goals, and being able to measure it. I honestly tell you to treat it like you would any other part of your business. As your sales I'm a sales manager. I have different KPIs for my sales team. This is the same thing. You have to be able to document, measure, and really hold your team accountable for it. So I am getting ready to wrap up this uh, podcast. It's been great. It's been fun. I could talk about this stuff all day. I am always happy to talk recruiting technicians, how to um, get them in the door. But my final thoughts is, is that this shortage is no joke. It's not going to get better. It is really only getting worse. And there's no magical fix. I laugh. I have a seven-year-old daughter and like she, she wants a unicorn. Well, 
so does every shop manager. I swear, I get asked every day, can, do, you have a tech, do you have a tech that's willing to work right now? No, no one does. Um, you need to find them. You need to get in front of them and you need to always be recruiting. If it is hard, it does take consistent effort. I honestly, it doesn't take up as much time as you would think. I would say 15 minutes, 30 minutes a week, focus on doing some type of content, getting your name out there and don't make excuses. Not, oh, I'll do this next week or, oh, it's end of month. I'm too busy. You have to do it now. Embracing video. I am a huge believer in video. I have seen it work time and time again. I have customers from small mom and pop independent shops to very, very large automotive dealership groups and um, trucking dealer groups. Video works. I can say it again. I can give you tips. I can give you ideas. I can help you with that. But video is a huge piece and you have to embrace it or you're going to be left um, behind. And then the last thing I talked about was that documentation and measuring your success. You have to, otherwise you guys will never move the needle. You will, the definition of the insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. That is what posting on a job board and hoping someone applies is doing. You have to change it up. You have to get in front of these technicians and employee branding is a great way to do so. All in all, that is all of the information I have to share with you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. I um, I will make sure that they put in the show notes uh, my contact information if you have questions. But finding technicians is a challenge. Keeping technicians is also challenging. And they are leaving at an alarming rate from this industry. So whatever we can do to be great employers, attract these technicians, help them in their careers, I appreciate it. And I love being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Minnesota Trucking Association, for having me. And have a great rest of your guys' day. Bye. That concludes this episode of Trucking, Success, and Safety. Thanks for listening. And make sure to subscribe to Trucking, Success, and Safety. We can be found on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart. Or you can listen to episodes directly through our website, at mntruck.org forward slash podcast. That's mntruck.org forward slash podcast.